Hi, this is Kevin Nixich with Turnagrip, and you're listening to the Functional Tennis Podcast. Welcome to episode 68 of the Functional Tennis Podcast. This week, I speak to Kevin Nixish, who is one of the family members behind Turner Grip, the famous blue grip that has been used for over 30 years by many number ones. I've been using the blue famous grip since I was a young teenager, and I was very excited to learn more about Turner. Kevin tells us all about the company behind Turner Grip, how they came about, player stories, and more. Before we get started, a shout out to our podcast sponsors, Slinger. If you have any questions about the new portable Slinger bag, just drop me a message on Instagram or email at ace at functionaltennis.com and I'll be very happy to help answer your slinger bag questions. Okay, let's start talking to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast. Fabio, how are you? I'm very good. Uh, super excited to have you on. I'm a big Turner fan, as you know. I think you're probably one of the earliest partners, brands we worked with. I'd say over three years now. And yeah, it's amazing to find out. I always want to know more about the Turner story. So I'm super happy that you excited to accept my challenge. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, I've been using Turner Grips ever since I'm a young little kid. And I actually have an old radical here. I should have just took it out, but it's still probably didn't use it since I'm like 14. It still has the Turner Grip on it. It's one of those images that do the rounds. Tag a friend with a grip like this. That is one of those grips. But tell me, one thing I'm confused about before you get started, Turner Grip or Unique? What is the company name? Well, Unique Sports is our is our the larger company that we have. We have a lot of different brands even outside of tennis. Turner is our tennis-specific brand. And that uh, includes Turner Grip and all the other tennis accessories that we have with Turner. Okay, so okay, so now I understand it a bit better. And tell me, when did Unique start? Oh man, almost fifty years ago now. Wow! And it was it was started by your father, correct? Yep, it was started by my father. Um, one of the very first products that ever came onto the market, and this is all pre high tech overgrips, right? So. Um, he came out with a couple different accessories, and one of them was a. It's called Pro Stick. We actually still sell it today. It's just a glue stick, and you rub it on your grip, and it makes it tacky. Um, he had like a. It's called a bouncer. It's like a tennis ball uh, restore, where you put your balls in there, and it pressurizes them. You know, back in the seventies, some of those cans of balls were, you know, five, six, seven dollars a piece. So people were a little more interested in. Uh, keeping them alive. And then uh, also sawdust. You remember Yvonne Lendl? Yeah. He put sawdust into his pocket. So, I mean, uh, we would go to the sawmill and sift uh, sawdust to get it nice and fine, put it in bags and sell it. Those were some of the first few uh, tennis accessories. Well, uh, was he a tennis player? How, how did it come about that he got into these tennis accessory business? Yeah, he was a tennis player. He was uh, working in corporate America, but it really loved tennis. Tennis was his passion. And uh, he just started to come out with a couple products uh, to try to, you know, fill some needs in the market. And then it just went from there. Well, tell me, was Sawdust a hot seller? Not anymore. What was it though? Was uh, was Ivan Lendl a customer? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. And 
Well, how did the the grip come about? Yeah, so Turner Grip's origins were more in the line of uh, a chamois, you know, like a chamois to dry your car. Yeah. So chamois, however, you know, they although they absorb water extremely well, uh, as soon as, you know, you put a little water on it, Turner Grip got too grippy, which is really, you know, still why it's so good today. As it gets wet, it gets a little bit stickier, gets a little tackier, gets grippy. Um, so not suitable for a chamois but excellent for a tennis grip. So we cut it up into some strips and uh, the rest is history. But, so the actual product idea was for a chamois, first of all, you're developing a chamois. That's right. And then you're like, whoa, this could be great for tennis. That's, that's pretty cool. And yep. was it, did it come straight away to say, okay, did the light bulb go off and go, this could be a great grip or was there a bit of time to see what would we do with this thing that we've been testing? Uh, well, definitely there's a little bit of time, but, you know, back in, in the day, you know, we just, it was just trying to see what would work. And, you know, obviously it took off from there. We had a, a huge group of players using it in the, in the early eighties and, and through the eighties as well. Okay. So before Pistol Pete marketed, you got in contact with him and he was using it. That's who I remember using it. I, I can't know of any players younger before his generation who used it but just cutting back to the grip what color was it initially uh it was blue it was always blue and all there's for a time there there's a couple varieties of colors but definitely the color uh was blue that's just a just a nice unique color that stood out we thought and it just it sold off the bat straight away I mean, it definitely grew and gained in popularity pretty quick. And where were you guys marketing back then? Uh, we would go to uh, trade shows and um, pro shops. We had reps that would go all over the country selling this as well. Magazine, advertisements, all that. What players were using it before, Pete? So what were you, who were your early guys? Well, if you just think back in the 80s, all the guys that were using it, you're looking at like Andre Agassi and Courier, Chang, Martin, Querton, all those. It was a huge crop of players using Turner Group at that point. Let's talk a bit about Sampras. Right. So Pete Sampras won the U.S. Open in, in 1990. Um, and then we approached Pete Sampras at that point because, you know, back in the late 80s and the 90s, there just wasn't a lot of athletes really, you know, wrapped up in these contracts like today it's a lot different athletes have contracts for shoes and clothing and rackets strings and grips but back then that really wasn't the case so pete was obviously with wilson he's playing with the pro staff but you know we approached him because he was already using turn a grip and we just said hey pete do you have a grip contract and he said no you know we don't don't have one so we were able to sign pete back then and uh, definitely that transformed uh, Turner Grip and took it to the next level as he continued to win and um, influence all the other generation of players that came along with him and after him. Through the work of wonders. And was were Grip, was he the first player to have a Grip contract with any brand, do you reckon? <laughs> I don't know. He was definitely ours. I mean, it was pretty early on to, to sign Grip contracts. I mean, even these days, Fabio, I don't think, companies sign grip contracts they sign racket strings and and grips along with it i mean we're kind of a unique company because we don't have rackets you know we just specifically focus on our accessories and grip and turn a grip yeah but you must get people everybody so many people use 
Turner Grip. I know I've talked to you about this before. We've done the poll where we do the Turner Grip v the Wilson White Grip voting. And we know like they're pretty close, the votes. And so there's a lot of people using Turner Grip out there. So you must get players must be hounding you for grips at all times. It must be. We do. We get a, a tremendous amount of requests for for free grips. We get a lot of messages. We get a lot of emails. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're just grateful and thankful that we have that type of fan base. And, you know, especially the the longtime loyal fan base, the, the diehards that have been using it like you for, you know, 40 years. I mean, we're just very grateful and fortunate to to even have that. And the product's still the same as it was. Uh, definitely. I mean, the product is still the same. We haven't changed anything about the formulation of the product. I mean, back when Pete was using Turner Grip, we just had one width of Turner Grip. Um, we've ex- since expanded it to, you know, an XL version, which is a little bit wider. We even have an XXL version, which is wider than that. And tell me, the famous blue, it's known anytime you see a blue grip, you think of Turner Grip. Turner, Turner, Turner. You guys have painted that heavily. Yeah, that's right. I mean, back, you know, going back to what we were talking about with the group of players like Agassi and Sampras all using Turner Grip. Well, one thing that brings on back then is just a lot of uh, imitations to your product. And that was definitely one of our biggest challenges uh, early on. And so when you have uh, all these sort of imitations that may not, you know, perform to the same level as Turner Grip. Um, you know, it's it's very tough to overcome that. But in 1996, uh, the law was changed where you could actually uh, trademark a color. And so, you know, at that point, we had sold 50 million Turner Grips um, in that blue color. And we applied for our trademark at that time, you know, probably, you know, a year or two after the law was changed. And so once we were awarded that trademark, we were just a very few small select companies like that were to be able to get a color uh, trademarked. And so you're looking at, you know, Tiffany Blue, Owens Corning Pink, UPS Brown, Brown very iconic companies and colors and Turner Grip Blue uh, was in that uh, small company. So, uh, but what that allowed us to do was, uh, you know, we then had, you know, in ongoing lawsuits for years after that with pretty much every single racket company uh, or agreements that were in place where, you know, you had to stay away from the trademark blue color. And so um, now it's very identifiable. You can turn on the TV and see the blue color on anybody's racket. It doesn't matter if it's a black tape, white tape, red tape, silver tape, another company's branded tape. It totally doesn't matter you can't disguise the trademark color of Turner Grip. And that's obviously all that hard work has really paid off in the long term. So if I'm a, a racket manufacturer and I cannot even attempt to do a blue like yours because you're just looking for trouble. Uh, that's right. We we definitely, you know, will monitor what's out there uh, from time to time. And uh, you all once you have any patent or trademark or anything, you have to enforce it. Yeah. Are we are we allowed to talk about head? Yeah, sure. So after we were granted the trademark, we had a lot of companies coming to us that wanted, you know, turn a grip private labeled. Um, we looked at all of them and, and chose head. Uh, head had excellent distribution overseas and in Latin America, far superior to ours. 
And so what that allowed us to do strategically is to get our grip in the hands of players worldwide, you know, not just pro players, but, you know, people all over the world. So um, to this day, I mean, head markets it under the head pro grip. It's not a secret. You could turn over the back of that card and it says made by Turner Grip. It's funny because people often say it's it's a different grip. It's not the same grip. It's slightly different. But I promise you, it's it's still here. It's made here. We package it here. It's the same grip. I'm going to have to buy some and try it out. I need to test. <laughs> I gotta... Tell me if you can tell a difference, but I guarantee you there's not. So, Kevin, tell me what players are actually under the Turner contract? Because we see so many using the blue grip. But who are who are the guys that you actually endorse? Yeah, so there's uh, we got a nice stable of players currently. I mean, the second players we actually signed after Pete Sampras were none other than Bob and Mike Bryan, who have just been amazing partners and uh, retired this year. We're going to be uh, very sad to see them go. Uh, they were just great ambassadors for Turner Grip all through the years as well. Kind of a funny, a funny story there is uh, you know Andy Murray, right? So he was complaining yeah. to the Bryan brothers about his grip slipping. Um, he used a white grip that um, was slipping and he was complaining to the Bryans about it. And they offered him some Turner grip. And, you know, obviously he's be- began to use Turner grip for the rest of his career. So, you know, love the Bryans for, for all the people that they've turned on to Turner grip on the tour. And there's been a lot of them. But it was Murray wasn't a contracted player, though, was he? No, absolutely not. He was just, a, you know, he was a head player and he was just looking looking for help, you know, through the Bryans. And uh, they offered him, they put a Turner grip on his racket. And he, he was Turner for life then. So he probably, Head would have probably sorted him out with his grips. Yep, absolutely. And then after that, it was John Isner. We signed uh, Isner right out of college, basically. Uh, we saw his height and his serve and uh, we had to have him. And he was already, again, using Turner grips. So we were uh, definitely keen on signing him right away. Um, we've also had some great players like Gasquet, who I'm sure started with Head grip. And then we were able to, you know, form that relationship to a, a more direct sponsorship with with Gasquet, you know, you're David Ferrer, Kevin Anderson, uh, Carolina Pliskova now, uh, Bouchard, Mikhail Cornet. We have a great group of players. Nice. That's you've you've done well, and yeah, it's it's great that your blue grip does all your marketing for you. You know, it it just works well. This podcast is brought to you by ASICS Tennis. ASICS is a Japanese company founded in 1949 with the purpose of giving more people the opportunity to experience how sport and movement can have a positive impact on mental well-being. They just launched their most innovative tennis range ever. Get the new Cord FF3 Novak or Gel Resolution 9 at ASICS.com. ASICS Tennis have also just launched their new Cord FF3 Novak, the only tennis shoe designed with Novak Djokovic input. To learn more about ASICS, visit their website www.asics.com. But you talk about, we mentioned briefly back in the early days where you do trade shows and various other things. Today, what is your marketing? Apart from the players for Turner Grip, is there any marketing? Yeah, I mean, we've we've been on, uh, we've had some television commercials with the Bryan Brothers, Pete Sampras, John Isner, Pliskova have all done commercial spots oh, yeah. for us that we've run on uh, the the tennis channel, which is a very specific, you know, targeted audience of people watching just tennis on one particular cable channel. We've run those commercials on ESPN too. We do print advertising. We do social media advertising. 
We have an Instagram and Facebook page under Turn of Tennis. And, you know, we'd like to thank everybody for tagging and, and showing their pictures of Turn of Grip. I love it and I appreciate it. Um, and we do trade shows. We do it through the through the athletes. Uh, we, you know, we sponsor juniors as well every now and then. But that's, again, we have a lot of requests for that. So, but yeah, we probably try to hit every avenue possible. You used to sponsor my old friend. I think you did, James McGee. Yeah, we did. He sweated a lot. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. He was a good guy. So any of the head players you use, I was just watching Berrettini before we came on here and he plays with the new head uh, Extreme and he uses the blue grips. So he's using a head grip made by Turner. Yep, that's right. So, you you know, Berrettini, you know, Ash Barty, Taylor Fritz, Sharapova, uh, Andy Murray even. Do you have some of these big names would purchase directly from you oh yeah we do like uh andy roddick for example for many years had bought directly from us kind of a cool story about andy is you know he was looking for you know turn a grip that had a little bit better coverage on his racket handle and so we that's how we developed the xxl version of turn a grip so we just cut it a little bit wider he could wrap it all the way up to the throat as as you can see it's very iconic um, and we still have that in his in our line because of uh, his request. Is he still a customer? You know, I haven't I haven't run his credit card in a while, so I guess not. But yeah, like uh, Grigor Dimitrov is another one that we sh- yeah, send it straight to. Um, Shapovalov is one of the uh, newest players that has just converted over to turn a grip. Um, he used to I don't know what grip he used. It was a white grip, um, and then now you can see in the last couple tournaments he's starting to use turn a grip. Well, that's that's it means it says a lot about your brand when, you know, the best in the world are actually purchasing because they get so much for free with their endorsements and various things. And I have heard the same with some smaller string manufacturers where some players buy directly off them. They don't. There's no endorsements because ultimately, you know, it's the expense of endorsing these players, and it's only the top racket brands and sporting brands that endorse a handful of players not as many as we think earn money from brands as as everybody a lot of people think a lot of players get a lot of money from brands but it's not the case and you can probably confirm that yeah i mean i'm sure there's some players that get some very good money from the brands uh you know when we look to sign players the first thing we look at is do they already use turn grip so we feel like we're in a position where I would never want to pay you to use turn a grip. I don't want to pay you to change your mind to, to you know, to use a grip that maybe you don't want to use. Um, so grips are very personal. We know that some people absolutely love turn a grip. Some people don't like it. I get it. Some people have to have a tacky grip, but a lot of players, you know, they have to have turn a grip. They, they change their, their grips. They come to us outside of their own paid contracts because they have to have turn a grip. Um, so, um, when we're looking to sign players, the first thing we look at is, do they already use it? Do they love it already? Is it something that they're already connected to and identify with? Nice. You're right. It is that love hate relationship. You either love it or you hate it. There's no, there's no in between. And it's, it seems to be on the white, on the white Wilson grips, there's no patent on the white grips. Is there? Um, yeah, there's no, well, there's no patent on the color of white. Uh, there's no trademark on the color of white. So really, when you look at a white grip on anyone's racket, you don't know what it is, really. It could be, it, it could be anything. Yeah, I think it's a Wilson. I don't know why. I think 
That's what I hear in there. Well, that's, that's what I'm used to seeing because people, I don't know, use white Wilson grip. So that's my own from years of, uh, maybe it's a Fedra thing. Yeah, maybe. There's a lot of white grips out there. Every manufacturer has a white grip. So, I mean, I know uh, like one of our other grips is called Turn Attack. We ship that out to, to have, we've shipped that out to pros in the past as well. But again, it's just not identifiable. It just doesn't matter. There's no, there's no way to tell what exactly that grip is. And that's, again, what's unique about Turnagrip. When you see the blue grip on someone's racket, it's Turnagrip. It is. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. And have you ever ha- had any player emergencies where they've run out of grips and you've, like, I need grips tonight, like, sort me out. Does that happen a lot? Uh, pretty much every tournament we get an email that says, we're out of grip. We need to overnight it. And have you ever gone, been at base at a tournament where you're just there just to, I don't know, liaise with players? Um, no, not really. Too busy here. Too busy. That's a good sign. And what, what other products? You do a lot of, you do a lot of, a lot of sports, but tennis specific. What would be your more popular products that you do apart from the classic blue Turner grip? Sure. So the next grip that we launched after Turner grip was actually called Turner grip two, and it was a tacky version of Turner grip. I don't know how many people would remember that, but the problem was that it was a little bit confusing in the name with Turnagrip 2, and it was um, not different enough in the name. So we renamed it, you know, a couple of years later to Turn Attack. Uh, we still sell that today, and that allowed us to go into some other colors as well, you know, white Turn Attack, uh, black and, and pink, and, um, and of course the, the blue. And then most recently, uh, one that we came out with is Megatac. And you've tried the Megatac, is that right? I have, and I don't like it. Megatac has to be the most polarizing grip, probably more so than Turnagrip, because some people, they touch it and they hold it, and they're like, oh my, that is the best thing I have ever felt. And it is by far the tackiest grip you're ever going to feel. We spent probably five years developing wow. that grip and just continually trying to make it tackier and tackier. But um, we finally finally settled on the formula that we have now, but by far and away the tackiest thing that anyone's going to feel. The tack is going to last longer than anything uh, that anyone's ever had before. But you know, if you don't like tacky grips, you're certainly not going to like Mega Tack. But yeah, that's I'm a I'm the love the the old dry grip and tack. I just find them too too tacky. Your hand just sticks there. I can't move it quick enough. But I will say it is really tacky and I have had them on the rackets, pink ones, blue ones, white ones you've sent over and I have tested them and they do stay tacky for a long time and that's a problem for me. So I just like <laughs> I, I just like the classic, you know, you just, why change something that works? And no matter how many times I say, I'll give this a go, you know, you always, you come back to it and you go, you know, I'll try this again. It just doesn't work. You always go back to the, to the classic and it's sometimes it's good knowing what works but it's good to try other things just to see i do but in the middle of winter are you still using the original turner grip yes all the time i mean that's diehard that's that's awesome why i i tend to go to just some slightly tackier grips in the winter just because to me when turner grip gets wet when you're in the middle of summer you're sweating or you know it's hot you know it's the wetness and the moisture of that of your hand that activates turner grip in the winter, I have to like pour water on my hand to get it to work. No, I wouldn't be the heaviest sweater in the world either. I know you say <laughs> it just works for me. There's a bit of slip there, but there's not 
enough, you know, not enough sleep to disturb me. And it just wear as it wears, then it's nice as well. So yeah, it just works for me. And I think it's a great grip. Yeah. You're not alone. You, you know, when you're, when you're hooked, you're hooked. So there's worse things to be hooked on. So, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so other, like you do a lot of accessories. Tell me COVID, all I saw during COVID was the rebound ball base, the thing that you put a bit of water or sand on the ground and and they were all over Instagram with some great videos from people that did extremely well. Now, some people made their own at home. Some obviously would have, could have been your product and some were, I know if you go to Alibaba, these sort of websites, everybody's making them and everybody's selling them. We'd have people contact us on Instagram. Can you promote this post? And they were obviously running uh, drop shipping Shopify stores. And so everybody, COVID just went mad with these. And I think it was about a year ago where there was one video in the rounds was really popular and so it's kind of funny that it came back around during COVID, but it must have been a big seller for you. I mean, it's always been a pretty good seller, but man, who knew that you would bring a pandemic to, you know, completely explode an item like that? I mean, it really, it was extremely difficult just to stay in stock and produce it. And um, yeah, crazy, crazy story that those things have really taken off. And could, were you under pressure at manufacturers saying, look, we need more of them, keep making, keep making? Yeah, I mean, normally we, you know, import that and it takes a couple months for sure, but we're air, air mailing, you know, pallets in so we can just try to stay in stock. It was a scramble. And air mailing during COVID was not cheap as well. It was pretty pricey. That's right. Kev, what's, what's new? First of all, before I talk about what's new, I know you're in the string business. How are the how are your strings doing? Yeah, they're doing great. They're growing. I mean, we've been in the string business for almost 15 years now. We've been uh, sort of our best known niche was within the poly area. Um, we've got some super highly rated polys, uh, so we get all our strings tested with the Racket Sports Industry Magazine uh, here in the U.S. and you know, they tested on a variety of, of uh, features of the string, you know, spin and power and touch and feel and overall. And so a lot of the top, you know, the of the spin potential strings, we hold three out of the top five spots. Okay. Uh, so our big hitter Black 7, our uh, big hitter Blue Rough, and our Silver 7 Tour are all in the top three for spin potential uh, Tennis Warehouse University. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They do some amazing research over there. They rated the Silver 7 Tour as the best tension and maintenance poly by far. So if you're looking for a poly that holds its tension a little bit longer, then definitely stick, you know, give Silver 7 a, a try. All our strings are usually under about $10. So you really can't go wrong. There's a, a huge amount of value there uh, to just give it a try. Do you have a string called Grit, is it? Yeah, Turn of Grit. It's a, like a nanotechnology string, kind of feels a little bit like sandpaper. Yeah, I've tried it. It's not it's not bad. It was like it I'm I'm a Selenko man and really happy with them. And but I have tried you have sent me some of them and the grit rings a bell because I think I from what I remember I liked it. And as you say, it was a different feel to it. It felt a bit different. I mean, what we we're, we're a family business, right, Fabio? It's my brother and I. My dad still works here. We all play tennis. Our families play tennis. We've always played tennis. It's we love, you know, tinkering with strings. We love play testing strings. We love tinkering with grips and accessories. And 
everything we put out, we don't put out on anyone else's timeline. We put it out on our own timeline. When we finally find something that's worthy to put out on the market, we'll we'll release it. Um, it's that simple. And so what, whatever there is, you know, innovative or new or something that we can look at, that's that's what we do. And that's what we are passionate about doing. Even uh, most recently, so we've gotten into the string machine business as well, which we're, you know, definitely expanding and, and it's growing very quickly. Um, we have some pretty low, um, low cost machines like drop weights and cranks, but we also have some extremely high uh, premium computerized precision machines with um, a new kind of clamp that's been, uh, that, you know, has been patented by us. And so by far, you know, normally it's like a swivel clamp on your stringing machines. Okay. So the ones we have, it's called a press down clamp. And so you no longer have to lock your base by the swivel mechanism. It's just pressed down. And then you, when you want to release it, you just release the clamp and it releases automatically. It is by far the fastest way you're going to string a racket and you're going to only find them on the turn of machines. And who's the brains behind all the good inventions? Is that your job? It's partly my job. My, it's my brother's job. It's my father's job. We all partner on the the product development and we have some great partners with manufacturers and people that, you know, we work with to help, you know, bring some of our ideas to light and vice versa. Well, that's exciting. I didn't know you actually did a stringing machine. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate the time and the story. Uh, it was great to get a, a deeper dive into Turner. All right. Thanks again for having me. Great talking to you. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Kevin and it brought you closer to your blue Turner grip or it gets you to want to try a blue Turner grip. I think they're great. Recommend them. And yeah, I was excited to do this with Kevin. Okay, I'll be back next week. And until then, get out there and play some tennis. Bye.